This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. They say the grass is always greener on the other side of the road. And uh, I think that's somewhat true. You know, we are, uh, just as humans, I, I feel we are very prone to becoming distracted by the other stuff that's you know, right there, like under our noses, very much attainable, or it seems attainable, the other options that we have. So the grass always looks greener on the other side of the road, right? Somebody amended this this uh, old saying, and they said, yeah, the grass is always greener until it's time to mow. <laughs> and uh, I really like that one. The grass is always greener until it's time to mow. Because at the end of the day, whether you're on this side of the road or that side of the road, if you've got grass, <laughs> right, you have to maintain it, right? You have to, you have to mow, you have to do things um, in order to maintain it. And you're going to get weeds on either side of the road. Uh, there are unpleasant things that we're not necessarily looking at when, when we see that other side uh, and we uh, we, we see all the good stuff. We see, you know, the, the pleasant appearance. Um, but we're not always factoring in. We're usually not factoring in all of the work that goes in to maintaining it, right? So I came up with the saying, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe somebody else has said it, but I say, you know, ev everybody likes to start a fire, but nobody likes to maintain it. Because starting a fire is the exciting part. You know, if you're camping, um, you want to build that nice campfire. And building the campfire, getting it going, starting that fire is the exciting part. There's all this anticipation. You know, when I was a camp counselor, the, the kids always loved it. They loved when we would build that campfire. And so we'd tell them, you know, to pick up sticks on their way that, you know, we, we were going to need tinder and kindling and, and, you know, usually we already had the fuel logs ready. And we'd have them pick up these, you know, small to medium sized, you know, uh, branches and things. And everybody loved that. It was so exciting. And when it came time to finally start the fire, we'd get all the tinder placed, you know, right? And then you've got a, uh, yeah, we used to call it a one match fire. So that was the goal, right? We were going to strike one match. We didn't use a fire starter. We used matches. We'd strike one match and see if we could get that tinder going to build the campfire. It was this big thing, huge celebration. Everybody's, you know, so excited if you get a one match fire. But after you build that campfire, the excitement begins to dwindle. And people aren't necessarily as excited about having to go back out and, you know, get wood to continue and keep the fire going. It's not quite as glamorous. It's not as much fun, right? Um, and so, you know, that's when I, I noticed this. Um, I was working in the nonprofit sector uh, some years later, and I saw that, you know, people always wanted to start new groups and they wanted to start, um, you know, new events or new clubs and this and that. But we had a bunch of clubs, a bunch of organizations that weren't being utilized, that people had gotten really excited about at one point and they had founded these clubs, but then they didn't want to actually maintain them. 
So I saw that, you know, everybody wanted to create something new. They wanted to start something new. They wanted to, to start that fire. But very few people wanted to actually do the work of maintaining it. And the same thing is true, I think, when uh, we consider the old adage, the grass is always greener on the other side of the road, right? Sure, it looks greener until it's time to mow. And then when it's time to mow, when it's time to maintain the yard, guess what, right? Again, whether you're on this side or that side of the road, it requires work that is not glamorous, that is not flashy. There's not a lot of accolades, right? You're not going to get a lot of recognition. There's just work that has to be done to maintain whatever it is that you have over there. I see this a lot in network marketing, which is my you know chosen entrepreneurial uh, field. Um, it's what I've really been focusing on for the last year and something I've been learning about for the last 10, even 15 years. But in dedicating myself to learning about network marketing, I found that there's just a horrible trend where people who get involved with the industry tend to be lured away to new companies and new products or even just new systems, new recruiting systems, new lead generation systems, because the grass appears to be greener on the other side of the road. Um, just recently in my company, actually, uh, the company sent out an announcement saying that, you know, they were aware that there were some network marketers that were trying to pull people away to another opportunity. Why? <laughs> right? Because the grass looked greener. They thought, well, this company is going to be the, the magic formula, right? It's going to, this is going to be, this is going to give me everything I've ever wanted. They have a better product, a better compensation plan. And all of that sounds well and good. But the fact of the matter is it all has to be maintained, right? We have to mow the lawn. So whether you're on this side or that side, whether you're with company A or company B, whether you have this product or that product, guess what? You have a business to run. You have work that you have to do. It takes work to build up something like a network marketing business. Uh, same thing for dieting, right? People jump from one diet to another. They think, oh, this diet looks amazing. It looks better than what I've been doing. But when you really get into it, sticking to a diet plan is like mowing the lawn. It's the hard work that is not glamorous, but that has to be done, that you have to put in in order to, to have success, right? So I just encourage you today not to jump around and not to hop around too quickly. There's nothing wrong with a strategic pivot. We all have to pivot from time to time in our personal lives, in our professional lives, when we're chasing those dreams and working on our next level life, okay? We all have to pivot from time to time, and there's no shame in doing that. Pivot meaning, you know, changing, changing direction, right? Turning ourselves around or turning ourselves in a drastically new, new direction. That has to happen sometimes, but just be really mindful and careful when you're feeling drawn away to something else, make sure that you really understand what that thing is and that there's going to be work there as well, okay? 
And so uh, I'll leave you with this, just a funny story that I heard years ago. Uh, It was about a guy who uh, got stranded alone on a desert island. Uh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't desert. He got stranded alone on an island. And uh, some people finally rescued him. He had been there for quite some time. And some people finally came to rescue him and they saw that he had three huts, right? And so they were like, hey, what's with the three huts? What's this hut over here? And uh, the guy said, oh, well, this is my hut. This is where I live. This is my shelter. And I said, oh, okay, okay. And they said, well, what's this second hut over here? And he said, well, this is my church. You know, this is this is my church building. This is where I worship. And they said, okay, that makes sense. And he said, what's the third hut? He said, oh, that third hut. <laughs> That's the church I used to go to. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so this is the thing. <laughs> even when we're alone, even when it's just us, we have this tendency to be drawn to something new. But the fact of the matter is, there are going to be problems, maybe I should say obstacles, challenges, no matter where we go or what we're doing. So if you're doing a pivot, if you're moving somewhere new because you feel it's going to serve your highest purpose, you believe that it's truly aligned with where you want to take your life, then there's absolutely, by all means, go ahead and do it. There's nothing wrong with that sort of strategic pivot. But if you are trying to move in a new direction because you think, I have all these problems over here and over there, I won't have any of those issues, you are sadly mistaken because every lawn has weeds and every lawn has to be maintained. So there's going to be work to do no matter where you are. Make sure that you love where you're at and when you do pivot that it's strategic and that that pivot is done for the right reasons, not that you're trying to escape problems or, again, challenges or obstacles, because those are always there. I mean, they're always in the portfolio. We cannot eliminate them in the same way that we can't eliminate risk from the portfolio. Everything is risky. Everything. Getting out of bed in the morning is risky. Staying in bed all day is risky, okay? There are certain risks that go with everything that we do. So I thank you for listening today. And And as you know, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, uh, being a listener, whether you're a first-time listener, this is your first episode of the podcast, or you've been listening for a while now. Thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I hope, if you haven't yet, that you'll subscribe right here to the Dude Fuel podcast. And also, I hope if you enjoy this content, you'll share it with somebody you know, love, and care about. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.